John, all hell's breaking loose. Oh, it is. Roseanne's uh, coming off of the Planet of the Apes, and she's losing her her job. And the Culinary Union here is about to strike, if not going to strike. Good. Good for them. them. Uh, We went through a strike. I I remember it uh, not fondly, but uh, because it was a pain in the ass to park. Um, But uh, you remember we uh, when we worked at the Venetian, we we we, there was a strike, and they picketed the Venetian, and uh, because Adelson refuses to use Culinary Union, yeah, yeah, he still doesn't, as far as I know, yeah. Uh, but uh, fifty thousand plus are possible leaving. They're not going to. Obviously, it's going to be like twenty thousand. They they uh, is it all the hotels just MGM? Uh, no, MGM and Caesars. And Caesars. Yeah, okay. and Caesars. And they say they say that if they can't come to a meeting of the minds, which there was a recent article within the last 12 hours that said they had. There was another uh, reciprocal article that said, no, that's horseshit. They have not. Uh, but the culinary, the union reps have said they're going to do, they're going to tear it. They're going to put off, they're going to take 20,000 out and put them you know, out of the casinos. And if that doesn't work, another 10, then another 10. And then to, you know, to add up to about 50,000. I don't know if they, if the union reps and, and, and leaders have that type of support, uh, because people need jobs, yeah. you know, and they need to work. Uh, and there's certainly not a line of scabs waiting for these jobs. Uh, so I, you know, it's, uh, I think it's, it, the casinos are, are getting a little bit of their comeuppance. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Cause unlike like being a driver for Uber or, or Lyft, let's hire anybody. Right. Uh, you have to have some knowledge, you know, yeah. you have to have some skill when you're dealing, you, you know, they have dealer schools here. They have courses, yeah. uh, community college, right. um, you know, so college of Southern Nevada has classes in gaming, yeah. but you have to have a knowledge of the game and what you're doing. Sure. So you just can't hire any old, old schmuck off the street. And do no. It. And I mean, you, you know, I, I, there's housekeepers and I mean, they're, they're basic jobs. I mean, they're, yeah. they're blue collar, collar level, extremely important, obviously. Uh, but 10 million a day they're, they're, uh, expecting to lose if the strike goes. Oh, wow. The town, you know, and that's pocket change as far as the town is concerned. However, you know, a couple, three days down the line, you know, 30, 50 million, that's a, that's a, bit, a little different. Yeah. And then you get into the, because then you're starting to get into summer. Yeah. You're going to get into the 4th of July. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's been a lot of um, uh, activity lately because right. of the Golden Knights in the Stanley Cup. Yes. So, and, and there will be at least one more game in Las Vegas. Yes. You know, because yeah. the series is tied as yeah. as of this broadcast. I'm thrilled for him. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. I caught game one. Uh, I saw a little bit of uh, the game two, and then uh, you know the uh, outside of T-Mobile, you know the people that can't get in, watch yeah. it on the big screens. That's fantastic. Uh, but I think it's I think it is going to be uh, a, a a stark comparison to the Raiders. Yeah. Uh, as I watch the, uh, as I see the cranes move in to make the stadium uh, a reality, uh, but uh, I'm thrilled for him because I think it pu- it sets the bar for the Raiders. You know, I think the Raiders need to come in and realize that we that, that Las Vegas does care and can care. I uh, maybe uh, maybe can care is a better way to put that uh, because uh, uh, to my surprise. The, the the whole town and uh, and the outlying areas have come forth to to say go nights go and that that's yeah, that's amazing yeah. because our transient nature we are fickle 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 yeah yeah you know and, and even I've been I've been uh, watching the games and interested yeah. and, I mean I'm a big hockey fan but I'm a Sharks fan because yeah. I grew up you yeah. know that's that's my team and usually when a team beats the Sharks in the playoffs which mm-hmm. happens pretty much every year <laughs> right um, um, that then it's sour grapes and I say well I want you to lose. Yeah. Wh- whoever beats except this time the golden knights beat beat the beat the sharks yeah. was like, okay fine you know you, you beat my team 
okay, I wanted them, to, I wanted the Sharks to win, but you're my second favorite team. Yeah. So, so you know, go get them. There you go. Well, everybody, welcome to the Pod Bay Door. Uh, if you'd like to get a hold of us, our uh, email is thepodbaydoorlv at gmail.com. Uh, and uh, anything you'd like to know or say or tell John, uh, remind John that, again, he's crabby. Uh, uh, it's uh, the pod bay door LV at gmail.com and a big hello to everybody from John and I uh, thanks again to our sponsor this month MRS events Dot-com, or actually MRS-events.com. Uh, for all of your local entertainment needs, they do a fantastic job. They have entertainers and models, hot, and chicks, hot chicks, hot chicks, John's hot chicks, um, and event planning, and they do a, a truly fantastic job. Uh, it's MRS-events.com. Check those guys out if you have a, a special event coming to Las Vegas. Um, John is, is wearing our Pod Bay Door t-shirt. I am. I am thrilled. Go pod bay door go. That's it. Let's go. We need our own <laughs> um, hey guys, check out our um, our social network, uh, uh, Twitter, Facebook, WordPress, all that stuff out there. Instagram and uh, there, I've I've had some uh, 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 quite a few pictures of our t-shirts floating around out there that have finally rolled in. Uh, so check uh, that out next week, and uh, you can see what those shirts look like. And if you would like one, again, check that email out: thepodbaydoorlv at gmail.com, and maybe we can arrange that for you. Um, John. Yes. A big question that's always posed to me uh, because we have uh, friends and family uh, here in Las Vegas. Um, with all of the changes happening, we've talked about the Raiders and the Golden Knights and, and everything, all the new things that are happening in Las Vegas. Do you feel... How long have you been a local? How long have you been here? I, I, I think I've asked this Ten before. years? Ten years, okay. Plenty of time. Do you think Las Vegas is... Not necessarily turning its back on, but do you think it's forgetting its local community a little bit? Yeah, I, I, I think there, there was a time when, you know, you, you went places, you went to the casinos, um, you went to shops there where they gave a local discount. Yeah. And uh, maybe they still do in some cases, but usually when I ask now, they just say, no, no. Yeah. Once you a know. year, the, the, they do a big local special for tickets. Yes. Specifically, uh, the Cirque. Perform- yes, Cirque $99, something like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, or they two for one or whatever. Yeah, and the wind does that also for uh, La Rev. La Rev. Yeah. 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 But, uh, you know, I, 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 my answer is yes. I'll, I'll let you expound on a little bit. But uh, uh, I, I think that the... But yes, a qualified yes, because I think that the local community uh, is a lot is more like us than they want to admit. Meaning that you know the the hoopla and the difficulties parking and all of the things that go into actually just going to the strip. It's no longer the nuance to us. It's I, I like I said before. I don't want to. Anybody that comes here for their first visit needs to be excited. It's a fantastic place. But those of us that have been here 10 plus years, it, it, it becomes a little difficult, especially mm-hmm. if you live like in, in an Orlando or an Anaheim. You know it's a pain in the ass. But that being said, I think Las Vegas has, has taken a cue from that and said, ah, we don't need the locals because we have, for example, the M Resort. Um, became, uh, they were shooting, they were far to the distance between the M and where Las Vegas proper is, the, the, where all the fun is, too far. They broke the rule, location, location, location. It's an absolutely beautiful property. Yeah, it's nice. And they said, okay, well, then we're going to do the local thing. Well, the locals didn't show up either because I think it was too expensive. 
Yeah. I think their price points on, on all things were too expensive. So this lovely, beautiful place and, and one of the best pools, I think, yeah. uh, in the city. You know who's playing there tonight? Bush. Not 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 George Bush. W. or HW, <laughs> but the band, the, the 90s band. <laughs> yes. G, yeah. G, GW is doing three minutes on yeah. stage. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. He can do no. a stand-up routine. Bush. Yes. Wow. Playing the, the, the pool at the M Resort tonight. Wow. $30. I don't know. I don't, I, yeah, I guess everybody's got to work. Yeah. But, you know, that's fun. And the, and the M Resort has that. You know, they've had wonderful pool concerts. Uh, they, they, one year they concentrated solely, well, seemingly on uh, country. And they had amazing country acts. Yeah. But, no, you know, they just couldn't get the crowds. Yeah. But but I do. I do think Las Vegas, unfortunately, took a cue from that. They're like, well, if you're not going to show up, we're not going to market to you. Now, I still get, on a daily basis, um, the, the Las Vegas propaganda. I mean, you know, I get uh, books and, and, and flyers and one sheets and almost every day uh, hawking the wares of my local casino. But uh, I don't know. I, it, it, it's not attractive. It, it, it just... Uh, yeah, usually station casinos will do station, that, right? I get that, yeah. too. They, they send things out. And, but, you know, you think about the parking situation. For mm-hmm. about, what was it, a year, they allowed locals to park for free. Yes. And that was, it. Sh- show your license, locals park for free. No longer, Mm-mm. right? Yeah. yeah. So. And I, uh, I, uh, there, there's a question coming up. Uh, from one of our listeners, uh, I have just gotten done uh, working uh, a large, you know, conference here in Las Vegas. It's 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 called JCK. Yeah. If anybody oh, cares, it's a pain in the ass. It's I... a pain in the ass. Uh, if anybody cares, JCK stands for the Jewelers Circular Keystone, which used to be the magazine that they used to publish. Uh, and it is the world's largest jewelry convention. Uh, and without question, it, that is not a, uh, the, they're not tooting their own horn. It is giant. Yeah. Um, and everybody from costume jewelers all the way up to Cartier. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's an interesting bunch of folks. Uh, you know, John and I have dealt with them uh, for many years, the Venetian, and then I dealt with them almost every year after that. Yeah. Um, uh, they are uh, aggressive. They are unpleasant. Yes. <laughs> uh, they are demanding. Um, everything. You, yeah. Yeah. And uh, they, they, but they drive a tremendous amount of business into Vegas. Um, uh, but uh, it, that's, that's one of the things that's a problem is, uh, for locals is that when these giant, when CES, JCK, um, SEMA, uh, all of these giant conventions in town, we stay away for the week, week and a half that, that it's involved. Yeah. And so I think Las Vegas has said, well, okay, we're going to give you off season. We're going to give you two for one once a year. And we'll we'll throw out a couple of two for one buffets if you play a little bit, and that's kind of it. Yeah, you know. I guess maybe because you know, in the old days, um, people who lived here either worked in the hotel casino industry mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. they worked serving the people in the hotel, you know, c- casino industry. You yes. know, whether or not they were oh, we work at the we work at the supermarket, right? And who are the customers? People all work in the. That's why you know the stores are twenty four hours because the hotels never close. Yeah, and you will find people, quite a few shoppers at two or three o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. because they're mm-hmm. off work, whatever. You know, that's that's when they shop. Yeah. So you know everything was like that. That either either you worked in the industry or you served those in the industry, and I guess that's not the case anymore. Right. Right. You know there are other things going on. And, 
Now, the strange thing that's happened in Las Vegas to me, um, in in reference to this sort of local community, you know, being set aside. On the other side of it, we seem to have a we're losing big box stores left and right. Yeah, Sears just announced a closure of 60, 63 yeah, stores. Yeah, they already closed the one in Henderson. Yeah, Kmart already dead in Las Vegas. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Circuit City long dead. You know, Best Buy is already trimming down what they're doing. But then on the other side of it, we have strange big box stores that are that are rebuilding. Total Wine. Oh, yeah, Does, yeah. Uh, are we drinking that much no, here I'm in Las not. Vegas? I mean, right. I, I just, you know. And uh, Total Wine right next to Fry's Electronics. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Fry's Electronics was uh, started as a grocery store, and then the brothers started the electronics store. And it's a giant electronics store, which does okay. I mean, uh, it, it's it's a Las Vegas staple. But, um, yeah, right next to that. But we have the strangest things going on in Las Vegas. And, and, and as a local, I can't tell which way, which direction we're going. Yeah. You know, we had like... Uh, Again, you know, to reiterate, the Raiders are coming in, the gauntlet that is the Raiders. And the cranes are in place, you know, the foundation is being set, uh, and uh, there's no avoiding it. You know, the, the silver and black's coming, and I, that, that is going to be an, a, an enormous change in our infrastructure. We all, as locals, agreed that the, that the stadium location was not where we wanted it. Because uh, you know, the, although they're paying for the infrastructure changes and, and the uh, the off ramp uh, construction, uh, but oh lord, it, it is it's it's going to be like the Venetian where we worked. It's just going to be yeah. packed in there like yeah, they, they haven't towers. really solved their parking problem. No, it's going to happen. It's going to no. be it's going to be a nightmare. You yeah, know. that was a terrible. I mean, it's a, it's a nice location in the sense of people being on the strip, you know, going to a game if that was yeah. what they were here for. Yeah, but with so much open land around here yeah. um you know in in this area because it's still a lot of desert yeah yeah and, you know and there's just a lot of big hell there's areas in my neighborhood that were that were zoned off and were going to be buildings you know and then when mm-hmm. the economy tanked mm-hmm. they just stopped so it's just a um, you know just a fence around an empty lot they could have built a stadium there not that i would want it there but i'm just saying that that's yeah. You know, we're out by the where they're building the practice facility for yeah. the Raiders out in Henderson. Yes, by the air, the Henderson Executive Henderson, Airport. Yeah. They could have put the stadium out there. Well, they could have put it. Uh, you know, now granted, land land availability is is a big deal, and and you know, this is this is again, you know, above both of our pay grades. But um, uh, I, yeah, I there there were a, a large number of of lots that I think would be more appropriate over by the M. You know, to even mention. I mean, there's wonderful land right there. Again, yeah. I don't know if it's a available but yeah um well that's the whole i mean if they are they really expecting people to fly in oh we're gonna go to a raiders game this weekend because i wonder do they do they fly into oakland to see the raiders uh you know now from from oakland from the oakland airport you can get mm-hmm. on bart right there at the airport now right and you can go right to the stadium in in a few minutes you know it's, it's right on the way there i don't think so i just because i've been there you know been in yeah. oakland um and i've been there on uh, weekends when the raiders played yeah. and i didn't see you know they're they're drawing from the local community. They are drawing from local, and they have a huge fan base, and and now a, a very upset fan base. Yeah. And I would say a, a high percentage. I would I would uh, uh, 
say 70% of the local fan base is not coming to Vegas yeah. uh, for one reason or another. Uh, I love flying into Oakland. I, I, I would always yeah, choose nice, that over SFO. Yeah, me too. B- uh, price being number one. Yeah. But it's just a, a, a real shot across the bridge, and, yeah, and it's yeah. such a great place. Um, but uh, yeah, There are other reasons. The the, um, the weather in Oakland at the airport is much nicer than the weather in, in at SFO. I totally so, agree. So the fog is an issue because it'll delay flights. Yes. Um, also, uh, SFO is limited on the number of runways they have mm-hmm. just because of when they built it and it gets a lot of traffic and there's delays. So yeah. Oakland, you don't have the delays. I know when I have to fly into San Francisco for, for work meetings, mm-hmm. um, it's, it's 40 minutes by BART from either station from, I mean, from either airport. Yeah. So I can get downtown San Francisco 40 minutes. E- either I take SFO or I take, or I fly in Oakland. So I'd rather fly in Oakland. Well, to answer your question, are they coming in? I don't know. But those, those who do come to Vegas to see the Raiders play, uh, I think it's going to cause an explosion in rideshare programs. I think Uber and Lyft are going to be killing it. Yeah. Um, uh, however, there have been no plans yet discussed uh, to make a specific and available and accessible rideshare drop-off and pickup location at the stadium. Mm. So it, it, again, I'm sure it's coming. But if they if they decide, uh, a lot of people don't like that. Airports don't. I don't know if you've uh, been to the East Coast. You and I have both flown to LAX. Yeah. Uh, and they give a little tiny space, you know. And every every airport says, okay, Uber, you can go over there in the corner by the trash cans. Yeah. Yeah. You exactly. Know? And I don't know if we're going to be the same. But I think there's going to be an explosion in rideshare. Um, uh, cabs are still, you know, cabs are, are in Vegas are plentiful, but they're pissy, yeah. you know, because they lo- they're losing out to the rideshares, you know. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. It's it's interesting now. Um, now what it does bring, uh, which actually brings us into our uh, the next topic here, um, is is a- an increase in the number of of new businesses. Yeah. Now, how uh, they could be short-lived, like a lot of businesses are here in Las Vegas, but that uh, the the question being is Las Vegas uh, are we becoming trendy to our detriment? You know, we've talked about the 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 the, the foods and the and the, all the different types of things that are here that are literally just trends. Uh, uh, you know, I I think yes. Uh, you know, I, I'm always the one that's tagged with being the negative one on the show. But I think, yes, I think we're, we're and, and it contributes to the loss of locals. And I think it tr- contributes to the 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 b- budget per family that we talked about last show. Yeah. Um, and I really do. I, 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 I and I and I think it's somewhat unfair of the Las Vegas uh, visiting uh, community to to say, oh, it's too expensive, or oh, we don't want to do that, or oh, it's too much trouble. Because some of these businesses are great. But I think Las Vegas uh, has caught itself, uh, or got itself caught in, in, oh, we need to do what's trendy to attract the new generation and the trendy people. I don't, and, and John, you've made it you, a big point. Las Vegas is not for the trendy person. Yeah, it should wasn't, it wasn't and it no. shouldn't be. And we all as locals, I think, especially within our age bracket, um, uh, long for the old days. Hell, we even long for pre 90s. Yeah. You know, before Steve, you know, caught a hold of us. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, yeah, I, I think there's no possible way we're going towards more simplicity in Vegas. 
uh, and I and I don't know what that's going to cause. I mean, we there's we we can't we can't retro. We can have retro restaurants that are trendy, yeah, but we can't turn turn the clock back. That's right. Now, do, what do you now? What is the first year you came here, for any reason? Uh, 1980. 1980. I came in 1980. I was 21. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a my girlfriend at the time. I was living in San Francisco. She worked for a clothing store, yeah. and they had opened up a a shop in a brand new mall in Las Vegas, the Fashion Show Mall. The Fashion Show Mall. And they had opened, it, it might have been there a year or two, you know, but but anyhow, it, it was pretty new. And anyhow, they were opening a store there, and they needed somebody to go down there and train the the new staff and, and the procedures or whatever. Yeah. So she went down for that. And it was in the summer, so I went down too. And I'm trying to remember where we stayed. They, they owned a condo somewhere. It just seemed to me we got in a taxi and there was just a lot of nothing. Uh-huh. Um, but my time on the strip, I remember going to the Stardust. I remember going to the Dunes and walking between the hotels. That's a, that's a pretty good walk. It is. You know, and there was a lot of nothing. Yeah. You know, at yeah. that time, I mean, there was, yeah, there was the Sands and then up the street, there was the Dunes mm-hmm. and, you know, the Flamingo. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was, and there was that fashion show mall. But, but other than that... You know, there just wasn't a lot there. Yeah. You know, so. And north was nothing. That's I mean, right. There was nothing there, past you, the, the dunes. Really yeah, and, and then yeah, then then Sahara, of course, is there. Yeah. Uh, which marked the midpoint between um, uh, the fashion show mall. Yeah. And what what is referred to as downtown Las yep. Vegas. Yep. Uh, and then between Sahara and downtown, really nothing. Yeah. Until the the stratosphere. Right. Uh, popped up with with big old Bob Stupak. Yeah, and that's funny because back you know, like I said, when I was there in eighty, you had the Stardust, which was big. Yeah. You had you had the Sahara, you had the Riviera, right? And those are all in that end of the the strip now. That's pretty much deserted. Yeah. Because the Riviera is gone. Mm-hmm. All three of them are gone. All three. Um, but but they, I mean, there's nothing where the Stardust was. They started to build something and they haven't finished it. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the Riviera became part of the convention center. Mm-hmm. And um, then you have the Sahara. What is that? SLS? What are the hell? SLS now. And that's not doing very well because it's the only thing down there. No, it struggles. No, that and the Stratosphere. You know, and Stratosphere became a locals uh, uh, locals joint almost immediately. Yeah. And then uh, they they rolled the dice on their carnival rides and such, and that it does draw a lot of people there. But 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 that's it. Um, and uh, you know they have the top of the world restaurant, which is actually quite fun. Yeah. Uh, to at least see the view. I can't say the the food is any any better or worse than anything but um it's it's a great place to look at the city uh but yeah never broke out of the local thing and i I think honestly uh you know this may be unfair of me to say but i think they would have imploded and and moved on if it wasn't uniquely tall yeah i I don't think there's a a a destruct plan for it that isn't going to cause huge problems so that (laughs) they're going to keep going with it well i think what what would um disappoints people when they come and see it if they if they don't know any better Mm -hmm. is they don't realize that the stratosphere tower is not the hotel the hotel you know the the room towers are alongside of it that you don't stay in the in that tower you're not going to have a room right underneath the top of the world restaurant you know it's just not that tall you just have this big structure next to it yes yeah 
I agree with you. And it's yeah. no taller than, it's actually quite a short hotel. It is short, yeah. uh, And people are, are also a little disappointed, although I think it's still a spectacular place. They're good friends of mine. Uh, the Eiffel Tower restaurant yes. is actually midway, yes. <laughs> you know, uh, up the Eiffel Tower. And there's really not much else to go than that. Uh, but uh, if you want a fantastic meal or to get a great drink and watch the Bellagio Fountains, that's the yes, place the to Eiffel go. Tower, yeah. uh, or uh, the restaurant outside of, uh, of course, underneath, sort of underneath. Monomiga B. Monomiga B. Uh, still there, uh, a fantastic place. Again, people watch and watch the fountains. Only problem with Monami is uh, now, as we're going to experience tomorrow, 108 degrees. Yay. Yes. Uh, it's hot. Yeah. It's hot yeah. to have a sandwich out there. Yeah. Uh, but, Unless you um, want a hot sandwich, right? Yeah. <laughs> Gives a whole new meaning to hot chicks. There right? you go. Uh, so, but, but it's interesting, though, because you've seen more so than I have. Because I, you mm. know, as a true local now, I don't spend much time on the Strip. But you do because, in fact, you probably get around more than you did at the concierge desk. I absolutely do. We were anchored to the Venetian, yes. and it was it was the irony was every now and then I would get show tickets that I couldn't use right. because I had to work. Yeah, you know I don't have time to go to the show, so I have to give it to somebody else. Right. Let me know how what it was like. Restaurants, the same thing. When am I going to get have a chance to go? Yeah, you know? we were we were t you know we we poke fun. Well, we more than poke fun. We 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 mercilessly make fun of our jobs at the Venetian. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we we did receive a tremendous number of perks um that were that most people you know uh, can't even imagine and yes oftentimes i agree with you john uh, i i gave i had to give away many things uh but we had wonderful meals wonderful shows wonderful tours uh, it was a, it was a great perk um and i i wish it could have continued as such yeah uh but uh, yeah i do get around a lot more i know more now about the ins and outs and special little alleyways and ways to get you know out of problem uh, spots uh than i ever did yeah i mean when we worked at the venetian i swear to god there was a groove between my house and the garage of the venetian yes you know yeah. it was like cartopia i yeah. i didn't never change uh but oh yeah now i mean yesterday for example i was um uh mandalay bay yeah. you know which has gone from one of the most convenient parking both surface and and uh, structure parking to the biggest nightmare i have ever seen it was awful really? now it's awful primarily due to the awful people um that are managing it you know uh and uh all they need is about 100 people to cause a backup all the way to the street mm -hmm. and it's ridiculous what they've done and it's all due to the the charging of for parking yeah you know and of course uh, a, a a conference like jck comes in and they raise the parking so what, what do they do when they raise the parking they have to reprogram the machines what happens when you deal with anything with computers they break down and don't do it right that's right yeah so and, and mainly the problem is nowadays it's really funny to me they'll let you in you can get your ticket everything's fine as far as technology out. Yeah. yeah suddenly we can't get out because the technology has failed us but, uh, uh, well, we'll just move on to the first question. Jared, um, off of uh, Facebook, uh, wrote in to both of us, and he said, Jamie and John, uh, I'm coming for my first conference ever to Las Vegas. Good for you. My, my condolences. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, what is it really like? What is a conference really like in Las Vegas? And, uh, well, John, you go first. Well, I guess it's going to depend where it's going to be at. Venetian. Yeah. Oh, to be at the yeah, Venetian. Venetian. Sorry. I didn't I oh, mention it. Yeah. Venetian. Oh, well, you know, the Venetian, their, their grand view of things, you know, when we opened was you would never have to leave the hotel. Yes. And having had to go to conferences myself in other yeah. cities, 
I'd say that that there's a real convenience in that. It depends on what you want to do. Um, because you have, you know, when when I was there, it was only the Venetian. Now they have the Palazzo. Yes. But the we had 16 restaurants in the Venetian. Now there's more. So, there, you're, you know, you could stay there and just never leave if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. Now things are going to be expensive. You know, you're going to spend money, but you're going to spend money anywhere. You're going to go. You so if you want, and the other nice thing, you know, about, I mean, if you've never been to Las Vegas is from the Venetian, you can wander out and go pretty much see all of the, the, the primary tourist spots mm-hmm. on foot. Assuming, right. you know, I mean, yeah, it might be hot. You go out at night, whatever. Yeah. But, but yeah, you, you're going to be able to see everything on foot. Downtown, you're going to need a ride. But other than that, you can, you can see everything there. It's going to be very comfortable, but it is large. So checking in, we're going to know, you know, you're going to expect a huge line, but it moves fast. Mm-hmm. And it's just everything is the economy of scale, mm-hmm. which, you know, when, when I go into a hotel, I always ask people, I ask, hey, how many rooms in your hotel? We have 250, like these big ones. <laughs> 250, <laughs> holy shit, yeah. we have that one floor. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Um, so. Yeah, I agree with you. It, you know, the, the experience at the Venetian specifically is, can be exasperating. Yeah. Uh, or intimidating. When you walk in, like John said, there's a, a it could be a, an enormous line, which does go relatively quickly if our computers are, or yeah. if their computers are working correctly. If they're not, then you might get a free drink because then they send a cocktail with yeah. you. Yeah, and then so then you're angry and drunk. Angry and drunk, yeah, yeah, yeah brilliant. Um, and once you get checked in, of course, it's it's depending on what tower you check into, it could be several hundred yards to the elevators to get to your room. Yeah. Now, if you're a person that likes to use the bell service and get your luggage taken up, great, do it. I would do it. Um, a couple of bucks a bag, and you're fine. Um, but uh, uh, if you if you're not, you're going to be dragging your bags. Not only you're going to drag your bags down the long marble hallway through the casino, through the casino, past the food, the food court, court yeah. up the escalators. Yeah. So I mean, it it can be a little exasperating. You know, another thing I would tell people, which was they don't think about. You wouldn't do this in other places. Ask for a map of the hotel. Yeah. Because you know you're going to get the map. You're going to be able to see where everything's at. That's Particularly right. those those meeting rooms because it can get confusing. When I was there, and I'm sure th- nothing's changed. Yeah. They were not allowed to put up any signs. Yeah. The only sign we had on there was to advertise Andrew Dice Clay. Yeah. Somehow that wasn't tacky or, or <laughs> you know, demeaning of a five-star elegant resort. Yeah. But, hey, putting up a sign that says, you know, the ballroom is here. Uh, no, no, we couldn't do that. Yeah. That, that, would, that would be shoddy. Yeah. Now, now the ballrooms, of course, are where the convention happens in the Sands Exposition. It's directly connected uh, to the Venetian. Um, and uh, that is several hundred, if not, I'd say, three to four hundred yards from your elevators, your, your room elevators. Yeah. Uh, through more casino, through another food court, yeah. a little bit higher end. Yeah. Um, uh, past the box office, past the showroom. And then it gets really quiet, unless yes. there's, there's something going on. Right. Right. Because right. I remember one time they decided to put one of our desks, kind of a satellite desk down. And they, remember <laughs> yeah, that? Yeah, I do. So that, yeah, so we went down there and it was quite literally an eight to 10 minute walk. Mm-hmm. You know, say, okay, well, hey, this is fine. My shift's over. Because nobody was there. Everybody had gone, right? It was the, the, they had a schedule there. They had me scheduled there to like five o'clock. Right. But all of the, the exhibits or the meetings were over at four. So I sat there alone. Yeah. I mean, with nothing. There was just nobody there for an hour. And then walked up. It takes me 10 minutes to, to walk back to the desk. 
And I know exactly where I'm going. Yeah. One thing I would suggest now: conventioneers were never our favorites because they they're 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 deer in a headlight the minute they get into Vegas. Yeah. Um, except that guy. We've talked yeah. about that guy. He's yeah. he's an expert on everything. Um, but um, one thing I would recommend is save. Uh, if you're not being paid for, if you're not an expensed uh, uh, a conventioneer, uh, and you're paying for everything yourself except for travel, um, save save budget for one really nice night. Yeah. A nice meal, a nice show, a nice lounge, a nice drink. And 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 then the rest of it, take it easy on yourself. Because you're, you're, you're going to pound your wallet. You're going to pound yourself physically and mentally. Just just have one really nice night. And the rest of it, just play it by ear. Yeah. You know, I, I'm all for planning. But uh, but you can you can over plan Vegas. You need to let Vegas happen to you, I think, some, sometimes. Uh, but... Um, but you know, also in the Venetian, we had the you know the Grand Lux Cafe, which was, I mean, they would consider it their quote unquote coffee shop. Yeah. But it was owned by the Cheesecake Factory. Yes. And in terms of you, you know, it's not going to be the elegant that you're going to get with 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 emeralds. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's it's pretty reasonably priced, mm-hmm. and you know, it's it's not bad. I didn't think it was bad. No, I didn't think it was, think so at all. I, you know, and, and there are some fantastic restaurants. Now I don't know if we've discussed this, but what I I have one convention story that that uh, that um, I I, will, I enjoy telling the story every time. So I apologize uh, apologize to our listeners if I, if you heard this, but one of the large conventions. I mean, we saw we saw JCK. We saw. Um, uh, uh, world of cement, world, <laughs> world well, of concrete, actually, world, yeah, of world concrete. of concrete. Oh uh, yeah, we uh, and, and Firestone, uh, Firestone, and then of course, and then uh, those pricks from um, uh, Coldwell Banker, Coldwell Banker, yes, uh, Amway, Am- and, oh, God. Amway, Amway, and the Candle People, and that's that's my story, yeah. Candlelight. <laughs> Candlelight. I was I was uh, I was actually spoken to by the hotel manager about some of the comments I made about candlelight. I referred to them as Amway of candles, yeah. and it was overheard by one of the candlelight people who who was incensed and thought I should be disciplined. This was way way before the Me Too movement. Oh. It was candle too. I mean, it was yes. they just yeah. they, they were on me about this this statement. But uh, proof in the pudding was candlelight. The conventioneers caused a procedural change of the venetian we after candlelight uh we banned pizza delivery cars from coming to the venetian in the valet area because candlelight refused to pay uh the exorbitant prices of our restaurants at the venetian and ordered pizza yeah ordered pizza in the hundreds of pizzas yeah and therefore we banned them uh, they could no longer come in the valet service area. Interesting. Yes. I didn't know that. Yes. And yeah. we made all the candlelight cheapos, uh, all the all the, the, the giant uh, candle ladies, yeah. uh, made them go to the valet to pick up their, or not valet, made them go to the street level yeah. to pick up their pizzas. Oh, yes. Well, that was probably around that time then that somebody called and said that they couldn't get their slice of pizza out of the microwave oven in the room. Yeah, microwave. I don't, don't have, remember that. <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was the safe. It was the safe. Now remember back in nineteen ninety nine, two thousand. That wasn't very common. Yes. you know to have have a, a in room safe. Now they're really common, and they put them. Most hotels put them in the closet, mm-hmm. but we had the armoire yeah. in, in in the suites, and that's where they put it under the television. Yeah. So somebody put it in there and typed in in there, and I said, "Well, no, it, that's a safe. It's not a microwave." Right. 
Oh, well, right. the pizza is going to get cold. Well, it's already cold, right? I mean, that's why you put it in the microwave or what you thought was a microwave. Well, you have to get the engineer up there to open it to re release the pizza. He's going to be up there 20 minutes. Why? Because he's got other calls of people who put yes, stuff in there and forgot yes. their combination. Now, the the room safes, here's a life hack for you. The room safes of the Venetian, when John and I worked there, uh, you know, you put you, you put your code in, you go boop, boop, boop. Yeah. Uh, you hit close and then it, it, then it saves your number and then you go boop, boop, boop and open. It. Well, what people didn't know, there was a very tiny, uh, obvious lever on the bottom of the safe that you reached underneath and clicked it and the door opened. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know if it's the same, but if you ever get have a problem with your safe, check that first before you call somebody. Uh, the, but the, we had a, uh, let's see, a second question is what, uh, I'm sorry, uh, this is from Bobby J, and this is from Twitter. Uh, what was the most a, a guest spent with you on a special occasion as a concierge. Um, I had to think about this one. I can go first. If, if yeah, you, go ahead. Um, the, the, the most a guest ever spent with me had to have been, uh, if I remember his name right, it was his name was uh, not Muramoto. It was a Japanese gentleman. Mm. Very, very nice. Very nice. Very short. Extremely yeah, short. Most of them are. Yes, but very short, like four feet. It was a little tiny. Uh, big wallet, <laughs> and um, he he was uh, he was uh, a Japanese business person, but he was in Vegas strictly to gamble. And I got a hold of him. Spoke English just fine. Um, and but but uh, ultimately I, I I turned him on to our our colleague uh, Kana. Yeah. Uh, because that was her that was her wheelhouse. But he needed stuff done. Uh, and his wife was coming in. It was their anniversary, and he wanted everything. He wanted the uh, the the uh, Le Cirque restaurant. Uh, he wanted uh, whichever headliner was there, Madonna or whatever. Um, and uh, he, every helicopter rides, uh, Grand Canyon stuff. He wanted across the board everything I could possibly, from from chocolate covered strawberries to Madonna tickets. Mm. And if my memory serves correctly. He was in the area of forty-five thousand dollars. Wow! Yeah, wow! Yeah. That I transacted for him, and he, and of course, it was a black, uh, it was a Centurion black uh, American Express card. Yeah, yeah, um, easy forty-five. You know, and and but just the Madonna tickets were, you know, probably close to ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but about forty-five thousand, I think. Wow. Yeah, uh, and, and he could have probably crowed, uh, you know, got it out of his wallet. He was that, you know, he was a big player. Yeah. Yeah, big buck. How about you? Well, I remember I had a Brazilian guy and he won, it was his wife's birthday and, and he was there with the wife and two other people, whether they were just friends or relative, I don't know, there were four of them. Yeah. And I remember the room service, he wanted to have a party. So so he rented in addition to their rooms, he got a, a, a one of the, the bigger suites. Mm -hmm. You know, we had those suites and they really weren't any nicer. They were just bigger. Mm -hmm. So just for this one night, he, he rented that room just to have their party. And there were just the four of them. Well, the room service charge that we arranged was over $2,000 just for the room service for these four people. Um, then he had the entertainers and he had streepers, male streepers. streepers yes. yes. What else do you want? I got him a magician. I got Gary Darwin to show up. <laughs> I made their clothes disappear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I had, I had him, he had the strippers. He had Gary Darwin. Uh, he had, I forgot, something else in there. Plus, he tipped me 
And I remember the only other thing he asked, and then balloons and a cake. I ordered a cake for him. So he wasn't out 45 large, but but he was out, you know, a substantial amount for just one night. I mean, in mm. the hotel. Yeah. I would say probably easy, you know, 10 grand, something like that. Yeah. You know, when you include the room and then the room service and tips. Yeah. And, you know, he had balloons. And then the other thing he wanted me to do was to go up in the room and turn on the, the World Cup game. Because right. it, Brazil was playing. And then as it turned out, before he left, they were going to make it to the final. So he was booking his ticket to fly where I forgot where it was that year, but it was in Europe, might have been Germany. Okay. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. And and anyhow, he was flying there to, to see. So he was he was obviously well loaded. Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah, it's it's nice to nice to be king, huh? Yeah. Um, we also had the guy who booked the uh the limousine in New York during after nine eleven. Oh, right. I forgot what that was, but that was just one transaction. But. Yeah, we all had a situation that they were yeah. trying to get uh, to and from New York during that time. Yeah. That, that was a strange time. Um uh, a secondary question from Bobby J off of Twitter um, was uh, what was the most common thing that you did uh, arranged? And I think we've discussed this before, but um, I thought of one, uh, a very common thing that I arranged that I would never do because I, I always found it to be a little silly uh, and messy. What rose petals? Very romantic. Oh yeah, yeah. But I, I spread bullshit. boxes and I boxes of you rose and I petals. went up to your room one time. Yeah, remember that? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, two guys. It's funny. Two two guys like John and I, uh, uh, like John and me, uh, spreading rose petals is the funniest thing you've ever seen. Yeah. Because we, you know we're trying we're to make a heart. Make a heart. Like, oh, I can't and, do oh that. it's hysterical. It's hysterical. But yeah, I always found that to be silly, uh, a little bit wasteful. Yes, it's romantic, especially if you've, it's you've never done it before. But oh my god, boxes of rose petals yeah boxes yeah. boxes usually those are women that ordered that yeah i found that i mean yeah. it was supposed to be for them but it was always interesting for me to see how you know men and women are not always on the same wavelength when it comes to what they think is romantic or something i had a woman call uh, it was valentine's day and she wanted to get something for her guy mm -hmm. so i i gave her the list of options that they were offering from there one of them was you know the teddy bear it goes oh i'll get that and i said I'm, okay, I'll do what you want, but I'm just telling you, as a guy, I'm just saying I don't want a teddy bear. Yeah. And I've had in the past, when I live in Japan, women would give me these things that, you know, little bunny rabbits, like like little figurines. He thought were really cute. Yeah. Well, that's nice. You think it's cute? I don't. It's just junk, you know. <laughs> so thank you very much. You know, I'd be more happy with a bottle of beer. Um. So I kind of told her that, and I had a guy one time call, and he had this idea, grand idea, filling the bathtub with champagne. But yeah. what movie? And I said, you know how expensive that's going to be? I mean, even if it's just rock gut champagne, yeah, I mean, yeah. $35 a bottle. Ballatory. Yeah. yeah. And I asked one of my, <laughs> let me, let me say, look, I'm a guy too, right? Uh, let me just ask my female colleague if she disagrees. What do you think of that idea of filling the bathroom? She just said, ew, it's going to yeah. be all, you know, there's a lot of sugar you, in there. And then you have to take and, a shower after. Yeah, yeah take yeah, a shower yeah. to wash all that shit off. Yeah. So no, no, no. I said, no, no, don't do that, dude. Yeah. Drink the champagne. Don't sit in it. And a little, and a little. Did you know anybody who's making this kind of plan? We are not allowed to put candles in the rooms. No. Yeah, we we did digital candles at the very at the end of our tenure there, but uh, yeah, candlelight people. That must have. Oh, that, that was, was another huge. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but and then you know, after that, the, the other thing that the, the residue of the of those fuckers <laughs> was that after that they like enrolled or signed up or about a third of the front desk agents yes. into that, and they're starting to. I remember Joe was over there. You know, he was a young guy who was still on fire with his hormones because he was in his 20s, <laughs> buying up candles from whatever chick had the biggest tits right. over there. What are you going to do with all those candles? <laughs> 
That's right. Yeah, Can- yeah. Candles and cookies. Yes, I don't need any candles, sweetheart. Uh, Cindy from Podbean uh, wrote in, uh, and you may not know the answer to one of these. It's old school. All right. Uh, she said, my husband and I were there, and he gambled uh, quite a bit. Uh, she didn't say the Venetian. She's Vegas. Uh, and the person told him that he was RFB. And she said, we didn't know what that meant. RFB, yeah. Uh, we didn't know what that meant, and so uh, we, we didn't really deal with it. We thought it was something negative. And I was like, th- there's another, qu- uh, a second secondary question. But Cindy, uh, you shouldn't have, because RFB is actually a good thing. RFB is a is a comp type. Yeah. Uh, kind of older, uh, but it's room, food, food and beverage. beverage yeah. And uh, it's RFB, a good thing. Yes. So, so contact hopefully if you come back here <laughs> go back to the host or, or casino uh pit boss that did that and see if you can get that reinstated and she said also uh he the the person that gave this to her said that you'll be in red and that was an old one mm. that, there must be an old pit boss that was doing this uh if you're in red that means that you you're in red in the maitre d's book at the restaurant that you booked Oh, I didn't meant, know that yeah, myself. meant you were in you were in red. That was a good thing. Yeah, red, of course, you know, in, yeah, in, 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 yeah, in, in accounting terms, is bad. Yeah, uh, but yeah, if you're in red, that means that the major D is waiting for you. You're, you're, it's a big deal and a good thing. So if you're RFB or in red, you need to jump on that. You know, I I wondered. It never occurred to me if at the Venetian because we didn't really deal too much with the casino. Mm-hmm. If their RFB was was SFB because, you know, we didn't have any rooms. We we're supposed to be oh, an all-sweet hotel. Sweet food we, beverage, we, got, yeah. we got slapped on the wrist if, yeah. we, if we referred to them as a room. All right. Yeah. Right. Was it sweet? Yeah, food and beverage. Well, that's good if you if you get up that high. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Our, uh, the corporate euphemisms. Yes. Uh, problems were challenges. Uh, what else do we, we, we had to do? Um, oh, there was there was a time, John, uh, that, that if you ever... Because yeah, we could never say no. We could never say it's no. It's fully booked. That's fully right. committed. Yes. What does it mean? It means there aren't any tickets. Right. It means no is what it means. Yes. And it's just like just like today, you know, anytime you're a customer service, we understood but couldn't help you. Yeah. I understand, sir, but I can't help you. Yeah. Or or we 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 quickly transferred you to someone uh, who cared. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but most of the time our problems were gaming related. It's yeah. like, well, we can't we, we're not gaming. Concierge are not gaming. Uh, we're hotel service, yeah. And so we the the we're, if your comp came from gaming, we were we were not absolutely out of the picture. Yeah, so yeah. We, and, and the thing is, is that you 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 in their folio in, in their yeah. hotel folio, I could tell whether they were an A, B, C, D mm-hmm. level, whatever. Mm-hmm. And most people who said they were A were actually C's. Yes, they weren't as big a player as they thought. Those were the guys. Usually, the the, the true A players. They weren't difficult to deal with. I would be surprised if some guy was really down to earth, really nice. Yeah. And you know, I'd look and I say, "Holy Christ, this guy's an A level." Yeah. Uh, you know, Larry Flint's kids. They were both very nice and 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 polite and gentlemanly. Yeah. And then we had these real pricks that 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 thought that they owned the the, the place and they were C levels. Mm-hmm. And you know, so. I met a guy. Uh, a proof in the pudding of that. I met the guy, and and I know no one's going to believe this, but but he he actually was. He was either the grandson or great-grandson of the individual that is given credit for the invention of the hanger. Really? Yes, and he had more money than God, and he was exactly like you described. Quiet, uh, you know, just this unobtrusive kind of person. And um, he, he rarely needed anything. 
Yeah. Uh, he was, I was assigned to him of sorts. Um, but the nicest guy in the world, you know, had every credit card in the world. I think he, uh, back when American Express had their red card, which was, you know, the, a super secret card, um, he had that. But you're right. The blue M&M people are either yeah. celebrities or C-level. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember one time I, I was told we were having the... Uh, I can't remember if it was Guggen. I think it was for the Guggenheim. Mm-hmm. It was the Guggenheim or the Gettys. They they were they were going to host an event, so they had their own suite because they were bringing people in for this. I believe it was the opening of the Guggenheim. Mm-hmm. So they wanted a concierge up there to deal with all these bigwigs. So they sent me up there. Yeah. And I thought, oh shit, there's going to be these pretentious people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I go in the room and they got, of course, they've got all the imported cheese and the crackers, <laughs> and they got yeah. all of this shit. And I'm sitting there. And these people walked in and I thought they were just dressed like anybody else. Mm-hmm. They talked like everything was arranged for them. They had these tours they were mm-hmm. going on. They were they were very nice. They, none of them were like like snooty or anything that I was kind of expecting mm-hmm. knowing who I mean the names and who these people were. And then they all left because they all went on this tour together. Mm-hmm. And I sat there by myself with, you know, 15 pounds of imported cheese that I ate. Because they told me, go ahead and eat the cheese, man. You know, yeah. we're just going to sit there and get hard. Yeah. So then people would call from the desk, and I can hear the noise over the phone. How's it? Mm, how's it down there? <laughs> we're getting our ass kicked. How's it up there? Oh, it's great. <laughs> and then they would come back and tell me how the tour was. Yeah. But I did almost nothing for them. I just yeah. sat there eating their cheese. Well, you know, I had a conversation about this regarding uh, Elon Musk, of all yeah. things, who's who's uh, apparently won the first victory for his flamethrower. I don't know why we're doing that, but um, uh, he uh, uh, it was talking about Elon Musk and he's the type of person he's a very unique individual obviously uh, and eccentric and and it was it was asked of the person in this conversation well if you led most of your life or half of your life if you said Diet Coke and one appeared in your hand how long would it take you to expect every time you said Diet Coke for that appear to appear, and then would you then be uh, like these people were describing if it didn't appear in your hand? Yeah. And I think we're all susceptible to that. You know, if we said, ha-ha, Diet Coke, and, and nothing showed up, and it, we've, we've been getting Diet Coke for, you know, 50 years, well, suddenly we're going to be upset. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't know if that's that, that justifies acting like a shitbag, yeah. but, um, you know, it is. So... We mentioned her in the in the opening of the show. Uh, I I we, I don't know that we have to tread lightly, but I'm curious about your opinion, John. We'll close with Roseanne. Oh, she she used to appear here at the Laugh Factory, yeah. uh, and uh, uh, very popular comedian. Uh, now she said, um, you know, she has tweeted some 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 uh, uh, against the Me Too movement uh, tweets. Um, along with a whole bunch of other th- people like Keith Olbermann. You know, they're attacking him because he got his job back with ESPN and they're attacking Disney for giving his job back and uh, a whole bunch of other things. And uh, so what do you think? She, she has said that it was a cross between her multiple personalities Ambien and being tired. And she just, she, she drunk tweeted, I guess, if you want to put it lightly. Uh, what do you think? What do, you, do you think she? They should have canceled the show. Should she be attacked? Yeah. Well, you remember we we talked this on the pre-show. I didn't even know she had a show. Um, you know, I was <laughs> yeah. gone from twice 80, now. Yeah, eighty-four <laughs> to nineteen ninety-nine. I'd heard of the woman. I knew she had a show with John Goodman. I never saw it. Mm. Uh, I didn't know she had a new show because I don't keep up with that. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it's news. Uh, I think there are so many other things that people need to be more concerned about than than Twitter bullshit. And what somebody said, and, and and to me, it isn't really what she said. I guess I don't. I didn't even read her comment. It said, "Well, if you said something, knowing that you're 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 a public facing person like this, 
to, to, to tweet anything out loud like that, to say that to me is, you know, is, is, is a lapse in judgment. Um, you know, you have to expect that, that whatever it is that you say, someone's not going to like it. Right, right. So, you know, if, if that, again, I, I just think there's so many other things to be concerned about than, than whatever the hell, you know, she tweets. Um, I, I really don't give a shit. Well, she referred to an individual. I'm not even going to mention details because the details are out there. Uh, you know, as uh, it was an African American individual who apparently was referred to as being part of or a, 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 an offshoot of the planet of the apes. Mm. Okay. Uh, uh, the, my opinion is this. Uh, yes, I agree with John. Uh, although we're not supposed to agree anymore. Oh, that's right. And we're supposed to be mean to each other, so I'll that's be right. mean to you next show. All right. uh, uh, we have larger issues. We have bigger problems in this country than than what clearly is, you know, uh, at the time she was not doing well, or maybe she's not doing well, period. Um, uh, any tweet, I think, is should be discounted as exactly that. It's just nonsensical. Uh, and I think we need to be stronger individuals. If we're really going to take account of tweets and Facebook friendships and things like that, we need to be stronger individuals. We need to hold our heads up high and say, I am who I am. And, and, and if somebody says something like I'm from the planet of the apes, forget about it because yes, we have bigger issues. Um, and again, people are saying that, you know, take her, take everything off Netflix, take everything off Hulu. We need to, you know, redact everything she's ever said and black out her, you know, face in magazines. You can't erase her from history. Of course, you know, she had a brilliant career and now she's a little goofy. And I think we're a little goofy is heading for us all. Uh, so, and if anybody out there, it's glass houses to me. Have you not made a mistake? Have you not said something you wanted to pull back and can't? You know, a lot, of, many bells have been rung that have, have been unable to pull back. So, so that's how, what I feel. It, who cares? And it's a new cycle. It'll be gone in three days. Uh, but uh, uh, so are, are you, who's your football team? Raiders? 49ers. 49ers. So yeah. you're, you're, you're Bay Area across the board. Yeah, I'm Bay Sharks, Area. Sharks, 49ers. How Giants. About Giants. Yeah. You like the Giants? Yeah. What do you, how about Bonds? What do, uh, does anybody care about the steroids anymore? I, I never saw, saw, thought he did anything wrong. Yeah. I, they weren't illegal at that time. I yeah. mean, his real crime was he lied about it. And he it, lied about about taking them. But he was a great player before the whole steroids. That's, that's what bothers me about him not being in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. He was a great, he was maybe a better player before steroids. What he became afterwards was a home run hitter. Oh, yeah. You know, but before that, he still hit, you know, 25, 30 home runs a season. He hit over 300. Mm-hmm. He was still a, a very good hitter, but he also had speed. He also was a, was an, was a first-rate outfielder, which he yeah. lost because when he put on all that bulk, yeah. he was no longer as fast. So he exactly. could steal. Yeah, so he lost part of his game, but he was a great player before steroids. No, I, you know, I, I think the steroid thing, uh, you know what? Instead of attacking everybody and, and shaming everybody as we do now, um, I think, you know, let's make the make the fences higher. Let's make the uh, the fields bigger. Yeah. You know? Well, the other thing is that they, what they discount is players, uh, if you want to call steroids cheating, fine. Um, but players have always cheated. They took different drugs. They just didn't have them available. So don't put up old-time players. Don't put up Willie Mays and Hank Aaron and, you know, people of that generation, Ted Williams, up right. on a pedestal like, oh, they would never cheat. Right. If it was available to them, damn right they would have cheated. Uh, right. They did take other drugs. You know, the uppers were, were very common in, in, in clubhouses. Um, they had said, I remember because, you know, I, my, my mother worked for the Giants, 
and I worked there too in the ticket office. So we knew people who worked, you know, clubhouse and what yeah. have you. Is that one year the Giants were doing really well um, it, with an older team? By older, this at that time, you know, guys in their thirties, you kind of you, you kind of retired. Yeah. Um, but but then they changed the rules allowing uh, certain certain amphetamines. Yeah. And these players were hopped up all the time. Yeah. That's what they told me. They had them out there like 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 M and M's, uh, offering to the players keep them hopped up. That that's so come these older guys could get a jolt. You yeah. know, yeah. when when those were no longer available, they they tanked. Yeah, I totally agree. I don't know. I, I we're we're reactive. Our, our our global community is reactive now. I don't know why we've gotten so bad. Yeah, and you know also, Jamie, it, it's the same thing. You know, we 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 cut down the millennials here. Uh, just like older generations cut cut us down. I do it on and off off camera. Yes, I, I, we do it. <laughs> and the millennials will cut down younger people. So yes. it's kind of the same with the sports, right? We always look to the older ones. They always look. Oh, the the players these days are not as good as the other ones. Mm-hmm. You know, Bob Gitson wouldn't have put up with that. Yeah. He would have with the with the with the armor that the guys wear now. Bob Gitson didn't throw ninety eight miles an hour. Mm. You know, and who's to say? You know, so many of these people that, that say that, oh, you, you, he wouldn't have faced Gibson. I said, did you ever watch Bob Gibson pitch, asshole? You're too young yeah. to have seen that. So I don't always think that things were better in the <laughs> and, past. And, and Bob was mean. He was mean. He was a mean guy. Yeah. He'd throw at you in a heartbeat. Yeah. Uh, but uh, see, back then, you know, it was simpler time. And yeah. alcoholism and, and uh, spousal abuse, that was all yeah. we had. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Know? That's all we had to worry Motorcycles about. and leather jackets. Bring it back, know? the old days. That's old right. Vegas, <laughs> the, the mob. <laughs> That's right. The mob and, and beating on your wife. Booze you and go. broads. <laughs> but John, thanks for being in the studio. It was good to see you again. Uh, everybody, if you want to contact us, it's the Pod Bay Door LV at gmail.com. Uh, again, thanks to our sponsor for this month, MRS Events. Uh, uh, for all of your local event needs, uh, especially if you're coming in and you need what, John? You need hot chicks. Hot chicks, John. Uh, or if you need anything else, entertainers, uh, musicians. Or uh, hot chicks. Or hot chicks. <laughs> uh, contact them at mrs-events.com, and they can take care of all of your needs. Um, uh, check out all of our uh, social networking. You can see all those T-shirts floating around. I'm going to have those posted as soon uh, as I can, starting on Monday. And uh, if you're interested in having one of those T-shirts, let us know. Uh, they're actually pretty cool. Uh, but for uh, John, this is Jamie. Thank you so much for everything. We hope you can find your own personal peace. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Thanks to everyone listening and watching. You can catch the Pod Bay Door on the Podbean app or any of your favorite podcast apps, including iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, and Stitcher Radio. You can watch the show on our YouTube channel at the Pod Bay Door Podcast. Please download, like, and subscribe. Our social connectivity screen is coming up. Check in with us on Facebook, Twitter, and WordPress. The Pod Bay Door is closed and talent is out. Hey, everybody. Thank you very much for tuning into the show. We would love to hear your show suggestions and comments. If you're watching on our YouTube channel, please click to subscribe. You can also connect with us on Facebook using at PBD Podcast, on Twitter using at TPBD Podcast, and on WordPress at thepodbaydoor.wordpress.com.